The 630 Chad Afternoon News with Jaylen Nye. Weekdays at 2 on 630 Chad. Here we go. Another four weeks, right? And uh, as we count down to, to Christmas, we're looking for some good news. We're looking for some, some hope about, you know, when... <laughs> when possibly might our lives get back to normal and an announcement today by the province, you know, saying that here's a, here's a ray of light. Here is a ray of hope that, uh, you know, some change is on the way and you've been hearing about it throughout the newscasts. And of course the talk today in Canada really is about vaccines. Uh, The first shipments of the Pfizer COVID-19 vaccine have arrived in Canada. They landed here last night. The Prime Minister put out a tweet. You might have seen the pictures. They have arrived and Alberta now has 3,900 doses of the Pfizer vaccine and we found out today that it expects to get another 25,350 doses next week. The Health Minister Tyler Shandro uh, made the announcement just a short time ago and he says the initial batches of vaccines have been safely stored at some designated sites in Calgary and here in Edmonton. And it's been safely stored at the designated sites in Calgary and in Edmonton. We're taking the final steps to prepare, including hands-on training of staff to start immunizing healthcare professionals on Wednesday. As announced, we'll begin immunizing ICU doctors and nurses, respiratory uh, therapists, and eligible continuing care staff in Edmonton and in Calgary. Now, we chose these cities because that's where our case numbers are the highest and where our health system is facing the greatest challenges in terms of capacity. And we're going to give the system some real help in dealing with those challenges. Because this month, we're not just doing these first 3,900 doses. I'm pleased to announce that we expect to receive another 25,350 doses of the Pfizer vaccine next week. That's about 29,000 doses, and they can all be first doses. We don't have to hold back any of that portion for the second dose. We're going to give the first dose of vaccine to 29,000 healthcare professionals by the end of December. And you'll remember that the the Pfizer vaccine is the one that has to be stored very, very, um, at a very, very cold temperature. So it has to be delivered at site. So it's not the one where they can take and and go into long-term care facilities. That is coming. Uh, But you heard the minister say that training is underway to start immunizing healthcare professionals. That will uh, happen on Wednesday. As he mentioned, that first round of the vaccine going to be given to uh, healthcare workers, ICU doctors. Uh, nurses, respiratory therapy, uh, respiratory therapists, and long-term care workers in Calgary and Edmonton. Uh, he also went on to talk about uh, the Moderna vaccine, which still hasn't been approved by Health Canada, but it's expected that that's going to happen uh, fairly shortly. And um, Minister Chandro says they're preparing for the potential arrival of that vaccine as well. Now, no vaccine is. effective, but vaccination means that doctors, nurses, and others can go to work with less fear of getting sick themselves or bringing COVID home to their families or exposing their patients without knowing it. And it will help the healthcare system 
meet the extraordinary challenge of adding new spaces to care for the very sick patients who are still coming into hospitals in larger numbers every day. Now, as we know, if these critical workers are exposed to COVID-19 or become ill, their absence from the workforce is felt throughout the province. AHS has been busy contacting those eligible for this early distribution of vaccine and will continue reaching out to the expanded group to set up appointments for immunization. Thanks to the planning and the preparation of AHS, Alberta Health and the Vaccine Task Force, we're incredibly well prepared. We have the facilities, we have the equipment, and we have the people to safely and quickly receive, store, and administer these doses, including ultra-cold storage. And we're also expecting to receive the Moderna vaccine starting later in December. Now, I can't give firm numbers yet because we don't have them yet from the federal government. And in fact, this vaccine has not yet been approved by Health Canada. But we expect to receive a significant number of doses in December. And it won't require ultra-cold storage. So we hope to get it to the first continuing care residents before December 31st. So some good news on that front. Again, they're hoping to get that Moderna, the Moderna vaccine by the end of the year, and then that can get to some long care, uh, long-term care facilities by the end of December. But as you heard, still waiting for uh, full details from the federal government. Did want to mention this, that the federal procurement minister, Anita Anand, said today that Canada is still finalizing um, how many doses of the Pfizer vaccine. If we circle back to the Pfizer vaccine, uh, how much will uh, arrive in Canada? Canada. She says the fact is is that every country out there is is fighting for the same thing, and she's hoping to have a solid update within the next few days. So you know, back here at home, Paul Winnick is the chair of Alberta's COVID-19 vaccine task force, and so you know while we wait for Moderna, all the focus is on that Pfizer vaccine, that Pfizer vaccine that has to be stored at what minus 70, minus 80 degrees. And uh, General Winnick saying that the the province is ready to receive that second shipment of the Pfizer vaccine when it comes in. These first doses are being stored in ultra-cold freezers here in Edmonton and in Calgary. However, we are ready to start receiving receiving them province-wide next week when the second shipment arrives. Alberta Health Services has already received and installed ultra-cold freezers at eight locations to store the Pfizer vaccine, and we have confirmed dry ice shipments for Alberta Health Services as well. We have eight more cold storage units arriving before the end of December, and an additional 20 scheduled to arrive in January. It was interesting to watch this news conference today. I think it got underway about 12 o'clock and it was um, all done outside a big freezer, <laughs> like big the big freezer doors that had a sign that said freezer. So I'm not sure if that was exactly one of the, the freezers where the vaccine is being stored, um, but uh, that's where the news conference was held today. So we know that those frontline staff, that's what's going to happen, right? You know, we're going to see those folks get that. And then as more shipments arrive, um, 
immunization is going to continue to focus on priority populations and as mentioned that's residents in long-term care facilities uh, designated supported living facilities seniors aged 75 and over and first nations on reserve inuit and on settlement metis individuals aged 65 and over you'll remember when the, the premier outlined this i think a couple of weeks ago when he introduced Paul Winnick as the head of the, the COVID task force, they talked about phase one, phase two, and phase three. And I think a lot of us are really wondering, okay, where do we fit in? What phase is that? Well, phase two is expected to start by April 2021. And that will be, um, they will figure out, you know, who falls into that uh, population. If you do go online, um, the National Immunization uh, Group has outlined a little bit on who should potentially fall into those ones. Again, more frontline workers, more emergency response people, that sort of thing. But um, as far as we know right now, phase two has not completely been determined. According to the province, there are some federal suggestions, some federal guidelines. So again, we'll see how that uh, rolls out. And then phase three, my friends, uh, will... Um, involve rolling out the vaccinations to the general Alberta population and that is expected to start um, later in 2021 so you're looking into September looking into October. Um, Paul Winnick stressing that Alberta Health and that Alberta Health Services has the equipment it needs to do the job. Albertans can be confident that this vaccine is safe and that it will be administered efficiently without compromising quality. We have a dedicated multidisciplinary team from Alberta Health Services, Alberta Health, and the COVID-19 Task Force. And we are all committed to getting the COVID-19 vaccine to our healthcare professionals and the most vulnerable Albertans as soon as possible. Our work is far from over, but I am confident in our efforts thus far. And I truly look forward to the weeks ahead as we start to take the steps that will end this pandemic. Mm -hmm. That is Paul Winnick, the chair of Alberta's COVID-19 vaccine task force. We just uh, did an interview with him last week. If you want to check that out, check out the uh, the afternoon's podcast and you can find out a little bit uh, more there. So the chair of Alberta's COVID-19 vaccine task force joining the health minister along with Dr. Dina Hinshaw at the news conference today. And that news conference at noon will take place of the typical 331. Um, Dr. Hinshaw announcing at the news conference that um, 1,000 887 new cases of COVID-19 were reported on Monday along with 15 additional deaths from the disease. I think yesterday we hit 22 deaths from COVID-19. Um, I can tell you that um, right now there's 716 Albertans in hospital with COVID-19. 136 of them are in intensive care. Dr. Hinshaw got into talking about our value at one point today and there's been a little bit of controversy around it but at one point the province was releasing the R value um, and and talking about quite a bit and then that disappeared they stopped doing that Um, but the R value was brought up again today and that's that reproduction value that's how how um, 
how much um, the virus is spreading. We'll hear from Dr. Henshaw on that when we come back. Plus, we'll talk to uh, an infectious disease specialist about what is happening across the country because it's not just here. I mean, in Ontario, uh, the first shots were being given today. In Quebec, the first shots were being given today. Here in Alberta, we'll see that in the next couple of days. And for those people who've been on the front lines watching this, it's a bit of a, a sigh of relief, a long way to go but still a sigh of relief. So I, I mentioned the R value just before we went to break, and Dr. Hinshaw talked about that today. If you're saying, okay, Jay, remind me again what the R value is. Well, the R value or, or reproduction number, okay? So what that means is, um, for example, an R value of one means an infected person has infected on average one other person. If the value is above one, that spread will continue to go. Well, here were the numbers... Um, um, over the past week, um, over the past seven days, it sat at 0.98 in Edmonton at 1.0, in Calgary, 0.92, and for the rest of Alberta, 1.01. So Dr. Hinshaw is saying it suggests that we that cases might have plateaued over the week, but she says it's not really a trend. They're going to continue to watch it because there's other things that they, they look for as well. But what she's hoping, she says what we need to see is several weeks of that R value well below one and a decrease in new case numbers and the the case numbers today 1887 so um i saw this today someone was asking you about vaccine and we've heard how it's going to roll out phase one phase two phase three for a lot of us will be in phase three um and and that question is will you be lining up to get it is there something that you're like, hell yeah, I mean, <laughs> I want to get, I want to get this, I want to see, uh, I want to get kind of back on with my life. And uh, the question, it was just a, a little, a little poll, 45, uh, no, sorry, 55% said yes, they will be lining up to get it when they can. 45% said no. I was wondering if there might have been a, a bigger number, if it might have been 75% yes, 25% no. And I think there's a lot of people who are still just wanting to wait and see what it what it looks like and maybe uh, you know for lack of a better uh word fallout from this round one i you know i think there's a lot of questions out there and i've been reading a lot of different reports on 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 how um this was done in a year and when you read that that makes me feel a heck of a lot better like the oxford uh the work being done at oxford i mean they were almost preparing for this and then boom when it happened hey they were good to go anyway um take some time if, if you if you have some questions about that and and, and read into how it was how it's been able to be done and it has a lot to do with a, a lot of money and uh, and a lot of folks saying, hey, you know what, we want to get this done and, and we're willing to try a whole bunch of, of different things at a different time. So interesting, uh, infectious disease expert. Dr. Isaac Bogotch has been has been watching this vaccine rollout, um, you know, across well in parts of the country today. As I mentioned, Ontario, Quebec, there were um, vaccines um, being what do you call it, administered to people today? And he says it's just been surreal to watch it. Uh, it's a surreal experience, right? We, many of us who've been sort of neck deep in this for a long time, I've been following this since January 1st when I first 
even heard about this before we even knew it was called a coronavirus. And then you watched how it just unfolded uh, with the pandemic and the devastations it's caused throughout Canada and the world. And now, you know, it's not even 2021 and we've got vaccine programs starting here in Canada. Like, it's, it's absolutely just wild to watch this unfold. So that's Dr. Isaac Bogotch. He is an infectious disease expert. And he said, you know, as I described off the top of the show, he, he pretty much called it, you know, a light at the end of the tunnel and his fingers are crossed. We got a lot of work ahead to get more vaccine in the country to to get it into arms and to really protect individuals and communities because there's a ton of COVID being transmitted now and hospitals are getting pinched. But this is a it's just a tangible message. Like it's the end is close. Like it's or closer. The end is closer. At least we can see the end now. Yeah, the end is closer. We 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 know that it's still, um, you know, months away. And again, I, you know, I think some of the questions too is, you know, they talk about it being effective, like ninety five percent effective, the Pfizer thing. How long does that last for? Um, and, and so I understand that there's still a, a lot of questions out there. And Dr. Bogoch went on to say in, in this interview earlier that he thinks that the first part of the new year is going to be tough. Um, but uh, things will start looking up as we continue to move into 2021. 2020 has been an ugly year. And even 2021, I think the first part of 2021 is still going to be pretty tough as well. I mean, like you look at what's happening in the Toronto hospitals and the Peel hospitals, like it's it's not pretty by any means. But if, you, if we can keep this under control, if we can lower transmission rates in the community, we'll buy us time to really ramp up these vaccine programs. And I think as we roll through 2021, things are just going to get better and better and better. Yeah, here at home, 716 people in hospital with COVID in the province, uh, 136 of those in the ICU. And as I mentioned off the top of the show, 15 deaths reported in the past 24 hours. All right, so uh, up to date on the vaccines.